0: How's your day going? You've pressed play on Healthyish, your podcast from body and soul with me, Felicity Harley. Today, we're delving into everyone's favorite topic, the microbiome. I'm speaking with Christiana Vilas, a nutritionist who is passionate about hormones, and of course, gut health. And she is going to, well, talk to us about the relationship between your gut and your hormones and how to improve your gut health, which will in turn improve your hormones. There we go. I gave a little bit of the chat away. Now, if you do like what you hear from Christiana, she's up on Extra Healthy, where she tells us exactly what to eat to feed your microbiome. You can search for that wherever you get your podcasts. Christiana, welcome back to Healthyish. It's been a while. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And nice to have you in the studio. Yeah, it's nice being here and get to see you face to face. Yeah. Now, <laughs> let's talk about gut health and hormones. Mm. Explain to us what is the relationship between, I was going to say the two, but it's gut health and many, many hormones. Okay, you hit the nail <laughs> yeah. on the head there. There are many, many hormones,
1: and that's the thing. When we talk hormones, sometimes everybody thinks of oh, just your sex hormones, which is your estrogen, your progesterone, your testosterone. But there are many more. Like insulin is a hormone. Your thyroid is a hormone. So, is this only two thousand? Am I right in thinking that, or is there every oh, we- it? it de- it, they're different classifications of okay. hormones. So that's, I think, another whole...
0: Yeah, yep. okay, back podcast.
1: to, <laughs> back to the gut. Yeah, so with the gut and hormones, they're obviously connected. The gut is connected to so many things. You've got the gut skin axis, so, you know, when people talk about skin issues, it all comes from the gut. We talk about um, gut-lung axis, um, the gut-brain axis, which is a really big one, and then also um, your gut hormones. So today, rather than just, you know, talk about all of them, um, I thought I would talk a little bit more specific for you about the sex hormones, so you know, um, estrogen and progesterone yeah. and testosterone, and then just a touch a little bit on insulin, just because there's so much happening in the media with insulin, um, mm. and you know, and
0: I am a bit obsessed about. Well, I, I want to get a, a CGM a a continuous glucose monitoring on my arm. I haven't had one yet, but I'm dying to try one.
1: Yes, I know. And I've got a few clients that are on them and they are obsessed with them and it's really helpful. And it's especially helpful for my women in their 40s that are having big hormonal shifts um, with progesterone and estrogen and what happens to insulin then. So
0: does an unhealthy gut equal a hormone imbalance with your sex hormones? Um, It can. Mm -hmm. Yes, I do see it. So...
1: What ha- so the way that it kind of works a little bit of science, and I won't get too much into it for you, is there's an enzyme in the gut um, called uh, beta-glucuronidase. And that enzyme kind of controls when estrogen comes in there to be excreted, whether that estrogen is excreted or um, goes back into the body. So if we have too much of this enzyme or if the body can't regulate it properly and, uh, you know, you've got a bit of dysbiosis, which is an imbalance of the gut microbiome, we tend to see that you have some issues with estrogen levels. Not always shown in bloods, and that's what I want people to understand, that we can't always get a blood test and see that there's estrogen dominance or, you know... you know, estrogen versus progesterone is a bit off. It's very symptomatic a lot of the time. So we're thinking headaches, um, gut issues, constipation, lots of PMS um, symptoms, that irritability, anger, depression in some, they can mirror a lot of hormonal imbalances. Mm -hmm. So if your gut's a bit off and that starts with, you know, symptoms of constipation, diarrhea, bloating, discomfort, which I see so much in clinic um, and I see a lot of women with these in clinic and whether it's because women are more prevalent to have constipation than men and because our bowels do change with our hormones
0: throughout mm. the month. so Actually, that's a really important point, isn't it? I don't think we recognise that enough as women if we, you know, don't go to the toilet for a few days and we're like, well, why not? What am I not eating? But then often it can be where you are in your cycle. Yes, it mm. definitely
1: can. So, you know, you've got... um receptors on your gut um, for your hormones. And then when they shift towards you know, that seven days before your period, it can cause a little bit of constipation I see in a Mm. lot of women. So we really need to focus on diet. We really need to hone in to make sure we're eating certain foods that are going to help our excretion of hormones. And we also need to look at supporting our liver because then the liver comes into it too. So yes, there's
0: gut and (laughs) Everything's <laughs> Let's leave the liver on. for another yeah. <laughs> yeah. another um, episode. So if we are suffering some of these symptoms that you've mentioned and we potentially could have an estrogen imbalance in our gut, yes. how can we well, can we improve the health of our gut to in turn balance our
1: hormones? Okay, so it's about addressing what's really going on with your gut, what's actually happening. Is it irritable bowel syndrome? Is it SIBO? Is it a parasite? Is it um, you've had gastro and you've developed IBS? Um, Do you have chronic constipation because of thyroid issues possibly? What's really happening in
0: your body? That is the eternal question we are all asking. Yes. (laughs) How do we figure that out?
1: you know what? I wish it was one thing, but sometimes it's not. It's a few. So... Yeah, starting with that is a good start. Um, Two, it's about refocusing your diet, rebalancing it, get balance rather than restriction and feeling like you need to go on all these keto diets and all of these fad diets and fasting and intermittent fasting and doing all of that. Not that I'm saying they don't have benefits. Yes, they absolutely do, but they're not always right for everybody. So finding that balance is number one. And it's what you put in your body. So if we're going to look at food, we want to look at things like um, crucifixous veggies like your broccoli, cauliflower, cabbage. They're all really supportive of gut health. Um, a lot of like, purple cabbage, for example, has polyphenols in it, which we know help the microbiome. And they're,
0: they're the key, aren't they, polyphenols for gut health also? Oh, one of them. I'm one led of the to believe ones. one of them. Okay. One of the new ones, very
1: much um, up-and-coming Um, along with your prebiotics and your probiotics, um, or I should say fiber. Uh, And it's about getting that balance of fiber because what I see is, oh, my gosh, I'm eating so much fiber in clinic and I have women eating excessive amounts of fiber, but they're constipated. It's just like we've moved. Oh, wow. Yeah, because they've moved it too far and it's causing you to clog up. So it's Mm. the imbalance of your soluble and insoluble fibers. So. Like oats, for example, um, or a soluble fibre, and your insoluble is a lot of your roughage, like your
0: leafy greens. So Um, rather than just going hell for leather on the leafy (laughs) greens, well, you got to have a balance, a balance, a a balance
1: of both, and maybe just um, you know reducing the fear around certain um, carbohydrates, yeah, and seeing the benefits in them. Um, Then you've got like prebiotic fibres as well which are the ones that are undigestible and they move to your gut and they feed your microbiome all those trillions of billions of microbes in your gut and they're going to make the good bacteria that's going to help us which is what we want so thinking of those foods like my two favorite prebiotics I would say is asparagus and oats asparagus Oats know it's on my fave. <laughs> and it's often
0: them. cheap. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You often get two for one and it's quite cheap. Yeah, mm. exactly. So what
1: can't you do with asparagus? Mm. You just saute it a little bit and you have your overnight oats in the morning and, you know, you're getting your gut ready to go for the day. But, yeah, but for certain people if your gut's not right, then these can also bother you. And that's going into, like, IBS, FODMAPs and all of that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's such a complex area, isn't it? But, Christiana, thank you for coming on today and, um, well, giving us some answers. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Hey, if you liked this chat and you want more on, well, how to help and heal your microbiome make sure you listen to christiana on extra healthy ish if you want more from us plenty of other episodes of healthy or extra healthy ish if you want more info about that jump online bodyandsoul.com.au follow us on social media grab the body and soul print edition which is out in your sunday paper and lastly it would be fabulous if you could rate review and subscribe to this podcast and until tomorrow stay healthy ish